Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for October the 7th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two. We use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America as our guide. We call it the blueprint for liberty. Should be the religion of our nation, politically speaking, if you will. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth using the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by our founders. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Um, after we hear that they have enough information on Hunter Biden for arrest, my question to the FBI is, hey, FBI, why did you raid Hunter and Joe's houses? You know, we know there's enough scandal there. Uh, it's been going on. The FBI has been investigating this literally since 2017. What's that, five years? Not even so much as a raid yet? Come on now, FBI. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't really think that the FBI should just start raiding everybody. I'm kind of making a political point. Uh, about how anybody conservative is being slaughtered by government, whether it's the IRS, the FBI, it goes on and on and on, whereas liberals and extremists and whatever you want to call them, communists and socialists, uh, they have no problem with uh, whatever um, they want to do. There's just no repercussions whatsoever. We had on our guest yesterday, Brian Rust, RustClinicGift.com and Kelly Finnegan, and we talked about the Honest Money Report, gold and silver swinging wildly right now. We talked about uh, this WeChat and Webull thing um, that, you know what? Elon Musk wants to take Twitter in that direction. Is he building a super app? Will it be like the Chinese app WeChat? I don't know if you know, but Bloomberg notes that it sounds a lot like Chinese WeChat, which hundreds of millions of people use. And they do everything from sending messages, browsing social media, reading the news, making dinner reservations, getting rides or scheduling rides, sending payments. It's virtually an all-in-one service that combines Twitter, Instagram, and all these different services into one huge super app. Is that where Elon Musk is headed with Twitter? Only time will tell. Now I guess they've delayed the court date on this thing, and uh, time will tell what's going to happen. Musk saying he's moving ahead. Twitter saying, oh, no, not so fast. The court moving the date back. The bank saying, mm, I don't know if we can honor our commitments now. Inflation is out of control and interest rates are out of control. It's a whole lot different than it was then. Wow. All right, now the U.S. is making a deal with the devil. They will unfreeze hundreds of millions of dollars of the Venezuelan state's money held up at American banks in exchange for Venezuela producing more oil. Now, I don't know why we would basically sanction them and then back them with oil when the Russians won't give us oil, and now we're all in trouble. Why don't we just get our oil domestically and become energy independent? You know, that's not even on the table. What a shame that discussion really is as we continue to promote war as our foreign entanglements get us in trouble everywhere around the world. The World Trade Organization now is predicting that global trade volumes will only be a lackluster 1%. In other words, they're suggesting a recession for 20, what, 
now to 2020, who knows how long? You have over 90% of CEOs at large American companies now are predicting recession by 2023. And many of them, I should say most of them, are planning layoffs and a slowing of employment opportunities. So when you thought that the opportunities were hot for getting a job for employees, now you find out mm, the government changed the game again. Whiplash. Now it's hard to get a job, folks. Before there was way too many jobs. Defund the SEC. The Securities and Exchange Commission is the rallying cry on Donald Trump's Truth Social site. I wish we would have abolished uh, government programs and government departments when Donald Trump actually had authority to do so, right? Biden and praised Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis uh, being kind to the Donald, too, as they team up for handouts because of Hurricane um, Ian. Joe mentioned climate change at the Florida meeting and kind of mocked DeSantis and said, well, now DeSantis is admitting that global climate change is real. What a shame on Joe for turning that into a political moment. Uh, But at least they got along for a second. I don't agree with the handouts, but hey, being kind to one another, civil behavior is a good idea, I guess. Uh, We talked to Mary Toko. She's an international speaker, author, and independent researcher. MaryToko.com. She's an expert on vaccinations. And we talked about the space rocket lifts off with four in the crew. They've even got a Russian aboard. So we're uh, supposedly not at war with Russia because we haven't declared one. But we're blowing up pipelines like we're at war in an international war act, in my opinion. Uh, We say we're not at war. We haven't declared a war, but we're funding the Ukraine and funding war. Well, at the same time, no problem. We're just hanging out with the Russians on the space flights and space stations. What's up with that, folks? Lou Dobbs takes aim at former boss CNN, says, hey, you know what? They're hiring activists who pose as journalists. (laughs) It's out of control. We also talked about the EPA launching a new government department. They call it an environmental justice office to distribute taxpayer dollars to minority communities that the agency claims are disproportionately affected by the climate change crisis. The Office of Environmental Justice and External Civil Rights will employ a uh, what they call a, con- a Senate-confirmed director along with more than 200 staffers, and they'll be allocating or dispersing the $3 billion in environmental justice grants made by the huge climate spending bill. Yeah, that's all in a press release from this new government agency, if you will. Multiple Massachusetts colleges now extend mask mandates indefinitely. You think COVID's over. They're just laying off before the election so you don't give blame to anybody. They'll be right back at it, trust you me, soon enough. They will not give up on what's worked so well for them to foment tyranny. COVID vaccine injury data, 143,000. 233% increase in cancer. Yeah. Dan Skorbach with the article, Frontline Health. We also talked about when something goes wrong inside a cell. Normally the cell fires a a little message saying, hey, kill me, my DNA is wrong. The vaccines circumvent that, cause problems with that, interrupt that. And that's why everybody's getting sick who have taken the COVID shots. Plus it increases the spike protein in every organ of the body flows through breast milk, flows through the blood-brain barrier, and more. 
vaccines produce homosexuality, says Italian scientist John Palo. Metal-like objects found in 94% of group after taking mRNA shots who are sick. They've got metal (laughs) in their bodies because of the vaccines. Unusual toxic components found in COVID vaccines without exception, German scientists now claim. Italy, in a, quote, peer-reviewed study, finds metal-like objects in 94% of those who have had the mRNA jab and have side effects. Other than that, I guess it's not so bad, huh? That's a recap of yesterday's show. And the reason I wanted to spend so much time on it, even though we have our guest, Dr. Scott Bradley, ready to go, is because I thought he might be wanting to jump in on one of those stories. Dr. Bradley, welcome, sir. Well, thank you. Just one. I mean, we could take yes, every single one of those and go, huh? I, keep I just want you to understand there. the depth and breadth of the news we cover on the roundtable, sir. It is it is utterly amazing. And I, I tell tell people often, in fact, in a presentation I was making last night, I told the people, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to call it, huh? It's going to have to be an audio book because you can't really put the inflection into it. But absolutely absurd what is going on right now with... Uh, Virtually everything, and uh, I, I just you know you, uh, where do you go with all this? Uh, all of the the things that to me are are absolutely insanity that seems to be fully embraced by the large portion of the society that's out there that's been gullible and sucker punched on everything. I think back to, to day one when we were told we had this COVID non- nonsense. Uh, exploding across the world and and it just it just didn't click it didn't fit it didn't there was there was no resonation for me and my family and a great deal of people that that study you know the cause of liberty and we saw it as a basically a ploy right from the very beginning uh, you think about utah for example uh, our home state um uh, the, 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 we we were weeks weeks away from our first attributed attributed I say that in quotes uh, COVID death when the governor declared a state emergency. Well, what was that for? Oh, well they're going to take billions of dollars in from the general government from the feds, if you will, and it was absolutely downhill from there, and and the media hype, the absolute frenzy that was out there. You know, they show on TV sometimes of sharks all just frenzying about some fresh meat. We were all fresh meat. We still are, and as you point out so astutely, uh, they're not letting up on this. This is this is just one step along the line. And I think the people just say, you know, it's kind of like they used to say, what if they gave a war and nobody came? Well, let's just quit playing in the game. Starve them out, let them go their way. The, the Amen. Running this place. Amen. You want to get high? I don't know. Joe Biden thinks you might. We'll talk about it on your radio.
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com with me. We're talking about all kind of things on your radio, but man, I want to I highlight this. Joe Biden says he's going to basically pardon everybody uh, that had to go to jail because they're smoking pot, man. So the marijuana agenda continues to roll forth. Many states have basically set aside laws and you can get medical marijuana and you can get, mm, what do they call it, mm, entertainment pot i don't know what you call it uh, recreational use is the term they use and i anyway bottom line is now joe's saying hey i think he's doing this right before the election to garner a lot of the young people and a lot of the liberals and and people who love to smoke pot he's kind of thinking it'll help in the midterms there so he announced that right before the midterms very interesting dr bradley well you know i i, I i'm a i don't know as i'd call myself a contrarian uh, normally, but I, maybe I am because I'm not in the establishment. But it's absolutely astounding to me this this federal drug um, program that they've got going, with all of their classes and everything else like that of of uh, different things that that they think are harmful, and they, in large measure, they are. Oftentimes, I'm not so sure. Cannabis falls in that category of a class one. I think uh, it it got its uh, bad rap back in the you know, 20s and 30s when there was a, a great effort to take it off the uh, uh, the treatment chart, if you will. There was many, many, many uh, of, of the cannabis-based kinds of solutions that were available to treat all sorts of maladies, but the, you, couldn't, you couldn't patent it. It was not 
you know, one of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kennedy, not Kennedy. The uh, the effort to, to, to say where we're going to put it in the big pharma camp. And, uh, and so anyway, I, okay, all that aside, but if people will get their constitutions out and carefully review it, there is no authority whatsoever for any kind of legal action on anything except issues that are specifically mentioned, like counterfeiting, for example, piracy on the high seas. And, and the American founding fathers were very carefully to, careful to specifically say nothing, no law may be made, no punishment may be elicited on anything but what was specifically in the Constitution. Now, you can, you can interdict uh, the importation of things because that's a commerce issue with foreign nations. And you can specifically look at that in Article 1, Section 8 and say, oh, yeah, they can regulate commerce with foreign nations. But all of this intra-country stuff is really way beyond the grasp of the general government in terms of a constitutional authority. And you talk about the alphabet soup organizations, whether it's the FDA or the EPA or the IRS or the BATFE, you can make the list as good as I can. All of those are way beyond the reach of what is authorized in the Constitution. And it goes even beyond that. If you look at Article 1, Section 1, it says Congress is the only one that can make laws. And so, uh, no, Congress, can't, can't, Congress cannot redelegate that. So even if they create an organization, let's make one up, the IRS. Let's say that they are granted the authority to create regulations and policies. They don't call them laws usually that are, that are exercised against the American people. And, and they, they do it. So they create the law, they execute the law, and they adjudicate the law. And according to Madison in Federalist 47, that's the very definition of tyranny. And they do this constantly and forever in violation of the Constitution. And we just kind of, because of our ignorance, we go along to get along or whatever. And it, we have got this Leviathan government now that has overstepped every single impediment that the Founding Fathers put in their way. And, and it's time for us to wake up and say, you know what? You know, you don't want to use cocaine. You don't want to use heroin or uh, any any of these absurd things that are out there now that are destroying lives. But the general government doesn't have a place in it. They, they just are not. They don't. And that's kind of why I mock it a little bit is he wants to use this as a political wedge right now in the 22 midterms to kind of say, hey, I'm the I'm the freedom guy, you know, or whatever. And and all that. I don't think people should be in jail over marijuana. I don't really support the. Um, the illegal status of marijuana, but I also don't want to make these drugs legal. I don't see why you have to have in government something uh, illegal or legal. Why can't we just say the federal, the general government has nothing to do with it, period. It isn't legal and it isn't illegal. It's actually not a purview of the government at all. It's not in the Constitution. There's no guideline. In other words, uh, hey, there's no directive for it, if you will. And if there's no directive for it, it's simply off the table according to the 10th and the 9th Amendments, etc. There is no um, involvement of the federal government at all or the general government at all in this, doctor. And that's kind of where I would go with it. It, 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 it. The debate may be in your family, at your home, but the debate's not at the general government level. I'll tell you that right now. I don't even know why we're discussing it or where he would even get authority to do anything regarding this whatsoever. 
He has no authority to do it. And this is as absurd as the 18th Amendment was. You don't put alcohol consumption in the Constitution. I mean, you, know, you may say that it's really, man, there's more lives lost because of it. There's more families destroyed and all that kind of stuff. But you That's don't fine. That isn't the, the point. Constitution. No, it's not. And, and you look at Federalist 45 with Madison, brilliantly explained. The powers of the general government are few and defined. And, and they are, if you read it carefully, you'll say, oh, it has to do with external issues to the country, war and treaties, those kind of things, trade. Those kind of things are appropriately applied and, and delegated to the general government. But all of the internal things. But let me, let me add to this. because Hold on. I want to add to this because we really need to educate, educate on this. Yes, the general government has authority in foreign affairs, wars, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But remember, there are separations and delegations of responsibility even within that realm, ladies and gentlemen. Congress must declare war. The president can't unilaterally force our troops and our dollars on the war table by himself. He cannot act unilaterally and do this. He has no authority. He should be arrested for war crimes when he does this. Folks, we have checks and balances at every level, vertically and horizontally. And so although I agree with Dr. Bradley that, hey, this is uh, the purview of the general government uh, for so many of these things, I agree because they're documented. But remember that they're separated and documented in different delegated authorities' responsibility with checks and balances, folks. Do not forget that, doctor. Well, here, here's the problem, and, and I mean, there's a lot of problems, but uh, Jefferson was so careful to point out that of all things, you know, in all areas, are drawn to Washington. He talked about the our government was be as as venal and oppressive as the one that we rebelled against and withdrew from. And so, what is happening right now? And and again, you can you can have your own debates within your own family and setting and all that kind of stuff about all of these different issues. But but what we are losing, we are losing on the, a massive scale where the general government has intruded almost to the nth degree. I, I, I have, I'm challenged to find areas that they don't intrude into our daily lives. Jefferson also talked about uh, tax gatherers from the general government. He says, Americans never see those guys. Why? Because they don't have a footprint that goes on the neck of the American people. And, and so, generally speaking, in the founding era, the, the general government had a very low profile in the nation. They, they were at the borders, and they were to stop invasion, and they were to stop the, the kinds of things that, that would disrupt the general welfare of the country. Of course, the general welfare clause has to do with a stable economy with, with real money and, and this idea of justice being uh, carried out. A predictability, that's what, the, that's what the general welfare means of good government. So what we've done today is we have just taken leaps and bounds of this, and, and we think, oh, they give us a little bit back. They're going to say, let's not put people in, in, um, in jail for smoking dope. <laughs> but the fact is they have no authority to even encroach on these things at all, and, and we've just allowed a, a, an avalanche of general uh, intrusion of usurpation to come into our lives and by and large people are happy with it uh, oh there ought to be a law they say why you know we've talked before on your show about how Tocqueville when he came to America 
uh, to examine boots on the ground, what was going on here. And he was utterly amazed, totally amazed, that everything was legal in, in the United States. And, and it's like he said, whew, these people are, are, are bounded by their uh, internal compass. They know they're going to meet the great God. They're going to meet a judge that will not be deceived. And, and so they, by and large, keep their actions within that. And, and as uh, Franklin said, we need more vicious masters as we become such a people. All right, ladies so, and gentlemen, let me put the headline in context now. Biden pardons without authority. Thousands convicted on federal marijuana charges. Mr. Biden stopped short of calling on the complete decriminalization of marijuana, falsely claiming that's something Congress would have to do. Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. More bad news on the economy. The Labor Department reported on Thursday the number of people filing for first-time unemployment benefits rose to 219,000. That compares to a revised 190,000 in the previous week. The four-week moving average, meanwhile, was roughly 206,500 now out of work. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk has partnered with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to provide satellite service for victims of Hurricane Ian. DeSantis reported that Musk's Starlink satellite Internet service will provide large Starlink units that will provide Internet access to residents and emergency workers. Governor DeSantis on Florida's resiliency during recovery efforts. What counts is are you going to get back up? Are you going to get back up and shoulder on? And people are doing that. 43-year-old Jeremy Bertino, a member of the Proud Boys, pled guilty to seditious conspiracy or attempting to overthrow the government for his role on January 6. The North Carolina man also pled guilty to a gun charge stemming from a search of his home in March. Toyota Corporation announced a security breach on Friday. Toyota said about 300,000 pieces of customer information from its T-Connect service might have been leaked. Email addresses and customer numbers of those using T-Connect, a service that connects vehicles over the Internet since July of 2017, may be at risk. The Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office is reporting adult film actor Ron Jeremy has been indicted on more than 30 assault counts involving 21 women and girls over two decades. The 68-year-old actor, whose given name is Ron Jeremy Hyatt, pled not guilty. USA Radio News. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-632-0417 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 
800-632-0417. That's 800-632-0417. What do you have to lose? Call 800-632-0417. Again, 800-632-0417. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this story is chilling. I'm telling you right now, Dr. Scott Bradley with me, freedomsrisingsun.com. That's his website for his incredible weekly webinars, his collegiate series to preserve the nation and more. Freedomsrisingsun.com. Headline says this, CCP, that's the Chinese Communist Party, if you don't know. CCP runs police outpost. In New York City. They call it part of global network of transactional repression. Dorothy Lee writes the article for theepictimes.com, but there's other sources on this as well you can go to. Uh, I just find the Epic Times has the most complete details on stories. That's why I go to them a lot. I usually check it with another source to confirm the reality of stories. That's just my nature, but... They say Chinese authorities have opened at least one overseas police, quote, service station in the United States as part of the Communist Chinese Party's repression reach out, according to a group called Safeguard Defenders. All right. These operations violate the international rule of law and may violate the territorial integrity of third countries because they're setting up parallel policing systems or methodologies uh, which violates international law and the laws of the venues that they are, quote, parallel uh, competing in, if you will. The report is titled 110 Overseas. Why? Because 110 is the code that you dial to call the cops. It's like the 911 of America, right? Transy, trans, let's see. They say Chinese transnational policing, um, gone wild, examines the foray that the Chinese have made into this, quote, international reach out. An outpost in New York City is one of the first batch of 30 overseas police stations in 21 countries set up by, listen to this, the Public Security Bureau. Anyway, other Chinese cities are setting up service stations abroad. The Chinese Police Authorities Division in New York was opened on February the 15th, according to, uh, I don't know what it is, Dungan News? I don't know about their news agencies, the problem. Uh, that's a media outlet backed by Fujian Provincial Government. Uh, so that's the story. It, it, the, there's details, but you literally have the Communist Chinese Party setting up police stations in foreign nations, including the United States now. Dr. Bradley, um, for this to be allowed in America, all government officials from top to bottom who are allowing this to occur belong in prison, sir. This is insanity. 
Well, you know, there's so many, so many aspects about this. I mean, we could talk about this the rest of the program, I'm certain, and not do it justice. But it violates, it's sick and wrong in every, every level. I mean, whether it's the, you know, uh, Mac Prince uh, Supreme Court decision that says, you know, the general government can't come in and do things within the, the counties, basically. Uh, and, you know, you can have Sheriff Mack on. We've done that before talking about what that means, and, and that's the general government. Now we have foreign powers doing that. It's kind of like uh, the mafia bringing from Sicily in the early 1900s their uh, gangster mentality or the uh, uh, Russian mafia or the Mexican mafia bringing their enforcement arm into the United States. You think about the, uh, the efforts that were made with Citizen Jeanette when he came from France during the... Uh, 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 President Washington's administration and, and uh, Thomas Jefferson was the Secretary of State. I mean, his encroachment into the uh, boundaries of the nation and his uh, assumption of a, uh, authority to do certain things. We can talk about that at length. But this goes clear back to 1648. There was a treaty that was negotiated in Europe called the Westphalian Treaty. It was the basis under which American founding fathers truly understood that if they declared their liberty and were able to make it stick, you know, in 1776. So decades later, they relied on this agreement that basically it says no supranational power, no external force can have any power or authority within a sovereign nation. And so the, the founding fathers said, hey, man, if we can, uh, if we can declare our independence and, and uh, ought to be free to do any kind of thing that a nation can do, no other power, not a supranational power like a church or a communist organization or another nation or anything like that ha could interfere with their internal affairs. They, that was completely off limits. And, th and that was the basis. And now here we have idiots, buffoons, baboons, I don't know what you call them, that are saying, hey, man, bring your people here. And let's." what they're doing is they're extending their tentacles into our country and in years past, it would have been a RICO offense, a gangster kind of thing, where they're, you're saying, no, no. Yeah. Here, they're bringing their force, force of arms, and, and uh, uh, quote, unquote, legal authority to uh, hold people accountable that they don't agree with. And they're doing it in our country. Every aspect of this is sick and wrong. But we're letting them do this, though. Our leaders have a swore an oath to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic. And the CCP, the Communist Chinese Party, ladies and gentlemen, this reminds me of early 60s, late 50s, when the John Birch Society warned that there was a communist uh, agenda at foot to take over America. Uh, they literally mocked the JBS at the time. They literally ridiculed and almost made the JBS extinct due to um, the belligerent reaction or the backlash. Uh, and now, what, uh, 60 years later, we literally see the CCP strong in America. Many of our elected leaders are part of the CCP um, or part of the uh, U.S. Communist Party, whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't know how to differentiate between the U.S. and the Chinese Communist Parties exactly. Uh, but at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, folks, now they've literally got a police station in the United States, maybe more than one. Uh, you look at this and you go, hey, anybody who's sworn an oath from top to bottom to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic, 
If this doesn't bring up direct, clear alarm bells and prove the JBS right from 60 years ago, I don't know what does, doctor. See, you're, you're, you're spot on on this thing, but, but here's the deal. We have allowed this encroachment continually to go ahead. Let's just take when the church in Utah and the government in Utah invited the United Nations to come in and they held, um, let's call them meetings. They were, they were policy things that were going on. And when some people came, friends of mine went there to film what was going on, they were told, no, this is United Nations territory. This is not America anymore. They literally have that on tape. I don't know if you've seen the videos about that, but but it's something that we, uh, we're, we're just embracing it. And whether you're a church or whether you're a government, whether it's a state government or it's a general government, it's just one of those things. And people are being basically conditioned to accept these kind of things. And I, I'm appalled, shocked, and chagrined. I use that term so much now I can't even hardly believe it. But in Salt Lake City, and, and I have been uh, to be a witness of some of these things, where uh, church buildings are turned over to, to hold uh, meetings and discussions by the United Nations. And and so if we have Chinese communists doing it now, what, what you, well, you know, it's just a small step here. And a, a well, you got to be there. kind and get along, and, you know, we can't really oppose them. It's much better yeah, to work with them. See, this lie no. is just psychotic, <laughs> folks. And that's, and the, the that's where they go, though. They lie and make you believe that. Oh, we can talk. We can sit down. You can't talk to the communist leaders and have some kind of semblance of, we can collaborate or work together on things. That's not possible. That's like saying we need to just sit down with Satan and discuss, you know, freedom versus tyranny. Uh, it's not even a discussion we can have anymore, Doctor. Well, it's it's again, and I, I'm, I'm a simple-minded person, I presume, although I do try to connect the dots with a lot of other things in history. But there's, you know, little analogies and stories that, that I think uh, are, are, there's wisdom in that we can, we can learn from. And the, the old story of the boy that was on top of the mountain uh, in the, above the uh, tree line and there was snow still and everything. And he ran into a snake that had not, uh, you know, hunkered down for the winter, you know, and the snake, rattlesnake, pled with him, take me off the mountain. He says, no, you're a rattlesnake, you'll bite me. No, I promise I won't. Anyway, long story short, the kid picked him up, took took him in his shirt, took him down the mountain, and as he put the snake down, it bit him. And the kid says, "Hey, wait a minute! You promised." He says, "You knew what I was when I picked you when you picked me up." The That's Chinese, the Chinese Police Authorities Division in New York was opened on February the fifteenth. I've got the more. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. 
Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. The communist Chinese police authorities division in New York, of all places, ladies and gentlemen, was opened on February the 15th. According to Dongding News, a media outlet backed by Fujin provincial government the center is called i don't know fuzz how <laughs> i'm sorry f u z h o u fuzzau fuzau police overseas service station it's located just so you guys understand at 107 east broadway Inside the headquarters of the American Changla Association, that's the ACA, don't you know? ACA, a nonprofit with close ties to the Chinese regime. Safeguard Defenders, that's the group uh, investigating and reporting on this, identified, quote, 54 overseas police service stations across five continents, including in cities from Toronto uh, to Dublin. And I guess we're in the middle. <laughs> Somehow that, right? Safeguard defenders also noted that such persuasion to return. Somebody explain what I mean. If you're a Chinese person in America, such persuasion to return to China involves harassment and intimidation of the targets relatives in the communist nation of china if the target refuses to comply their families could face punishment such as their children being denied education and so on now listen these methods allow the ccp and their security organs to literally circumvent normal bilateral mechanisms of police and judicial cooperation between countries thereby undermining civilian protocol local and state and federal laws international law not to mention territorial integrity of third party countries 
The Epic Times uh, is so concerned about this that they have reached out to the following group of people to get more details of why and how this is happening. So they reached out to the ACA, the FBI, the DOJ, the State Department, and the New York Attorney General's office. Why? They want comment. They want to know what's going on. No one seems to care, Doctor. You know, again, uh, we, we take great gulps of the globalist New World Order kind of regime kind of thing. We are a sovereign nation. That cannot be overemphasized. Uh, this is reminiscent in my mind of the uh, Shanghai concept. Uh, you know, the sailors being Shanghai, they talked about it, you know, in San Francisco. And it was a fairly common practice to inebriate sailors, uh, kidnap them. They wake up. Well, they're not just inebriated. They've been drugged. And they wake up on, on a uh, basically a slave ship on their way to China to, to work, uh, you know, the as a enslaved sailor, basically. And that happens so often in the... Uh, in the bars and taverns of, of uh, San Francisco where the ta- sailors went to, to drink. And in a way, this is, this is putting a white shirt and tie and a suit coat and giving it uh, credibility in an office building of bringing these gangsters into the middle of our country to... Um, I, I've got really good friends that, that came out of uh, mainland China that, uh, that have found liberty and they love liberty in this nation i can see them having problems they got they got family back home they got challenges uh, that they might face because you know their extended family may have uh, you know some kind of reprisals against them if if they don't they may not have to go right home but let, you know if they could cooperate with the with the people and and help them obtain certain things whether it's technology or industrial espionage or simply, you know, bring drugs in the country. Who knows? Who knows what it is? But but this is this is so wrong, and it should be, you know, it should be. Jefferson and, and Washington were livid when uh, Citizen Jeanette uh, imposed uh, his efforts to kind of engage the U.S. citizenry in international affairs that France was interested in, and. Uh, Jefferson and, and Washington were, were so livid, they basically demanded that France recall Jeanette. And, and, you know, that was one man, one man that had some influence. We're allowing embedded communist agents. And, and you know, say, well, you know, they have their, their uh, oh, d- little diplomatic status thing with uh, different embassies they have and so on and so forth. And, they have uh, presence in the United Nations. But it sounds to me like they're putting these in office buildings around the world so they can operate their gangster operation more effectively and efficiently. And they they look like a, they're ostensibly some honorable organization. No, these guys, it's it's high risk. And, and it's appalled. I'm appalled. I'm shocked. I'm chagrined that there hasn't been an outcry by somebody that's recognizing what kind of risk is here in this country. And if, if people have, let's say they escaped in 89 from Tiananmen Square, and they're here, they've made a life for themselves, they're, they're, they're citizens now of America, they, they, they've got, you know, they're contributing to society, they still got family back home, but why, can't we see how this could be leveraged against them 
against their loved ones back home. I, I personally know people like that. And uh, and so, yeah, it's a big concern. And I can, cannot believe that the buffoons that are running things right now are uh, are completely facilitating it. They are globalists, and they're seeking to overthrow the freedom of our land, and they're using their high positions, and they're violating their oaths of office, their loyalty. Uh, they have become agents of a foreign power. And I'll just use another example. This is not communist China, but uh, we in Utah had a legislator that was a citizen of Mexico and an employee of the uh, Mexican government. And she was in the legislator, she was a legislator in the legislature of Utah. And she was facilitating all sorts of weird stuff on behalf of the Mexican government. So here's my here's my prediction. If we allow this to stand, Dr. Bradley, what you'll end up with is the cartels in bed with the Mexican government setting up their own police stations in the United States following the pattern of the communist Chinese. They'll use immigration offices as cover. Uh, and if they don't already have this set up, by the way, that's where they're headed. Uh, you'll literally basically destroy the United States, folks. You will literally create. And then what will happen is if we let these groups stay, I don't know if you know this, but there's there's and I don't know the words for this because I'm not an attorney. But if you allow something to exist for a certain amount of time, if you allow somebody to squat on land, if you allow something to exist for long enough, uh, a common law, or a man and a woman living together is a great example. If you live together long enough as a man and a woman in many places, you get what's called a common law marriage. Eventually they say, yeah, they're for all intents and purposes married, even though they don't have the paper, we're going to treat it as such. Uh, people get alimony and child support and all kinds of stuff based on this. Uh, anyway, if you allow a squatter to sit on land for a long time, after a while, it's debatable whose land it is. If we allow this to continue after a while, they will say we have every right to have our own police stations or our own, I don't know what you want to call them, Gestapo stations or whatever the heck uh, in America. The cartels would have the right uh, to exist in America because we've allowed it for so long that I bet we wake up and find this has already been the case, and they've backed into this in, in undercover ways for so long. I don't know that we could even extract ourselves from it um, now that many of us are blowing the whistle, Doctor. Well, let's take another analogy, and I know there's so many different angles we could play on this, but the, the DACA, the uh, Deferred Action Childhood Arrivals, uh, I, I don't know how you've been following yes, that's that. Right. That's people that came here illegally with their parents, and uh, Obama in, in 2012 said, Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's 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 not even t think about deporting these people that are here illegally. They violate U.S. law. The the uh, you know this idea that's in Article One, Section Eight about how Congress has this power to do immigration naturalization. Okay, Federalist Forty Two talks about that at great length. At any rate, so uh, I believe it was the Fifth Circuit Court earlier this week said, yeah, Obama acted illegally, but but they've allowed this to go on for ten years now. They've got 600,000 people on the rolls, and they're staying action on this because oh, maybe there's a better solution on this thing. Maybe uh, Biden can reword it or something with another illegal executive order that, that uh, completely violated the, the constitutional congressional authority to act on it. And, and so things get entrenched. They, they become kind of institutionalized, if you will, and, and it's really – really difficult to unseat them ultimately and finally. 
And, and this is just another example of, of such a thing that, that the encroachment that's happening and um, it's in total violation of our national sovereignty. Uh, Amen. Again, and we've warned, ladies and gentlemen, that when the United States gets in bed with the drug cartels, what they say is we've got to work with these drug cartels because we can kind of, you know, put a handle on it or, or, or whatever. Uh, literally, these uh, you cannot talk with or work with the enemy. That's what we need to understand about this. If you do, eventually what will happen is, well, I, I remember a conversation that uh, Ezra Taft Benson, the former Secretary of Agriculture, had with, uh, what was it, Gorbachev, I think. Basically, uh, and, no, you know. it was Khrushchev. It was Khrushchev. Oh, Khrushchev. All right, Khrushchev. And uh, Benson basically said, hey, listen, you know, we don't want communism in America. And the guy laughed at him, and he said, well, you're going to get communism. And Benson's kind of like, over my dead body you are. Uh, but he just said, look, we'll just work with you and politely be so kind and, and spoon feed you. Uh, full of, you know, we'll just put the sugar down, uh, full of socialism and full of cooperation that working together and make you believe that, hey, it's all good, that we're okay, that we're not a threat, that we're partners, that we're, uh, eventually you'll wake up and you'll not even have control of the land your founding fathers fought for. Uh, this is the debate kind of a thing. This is where we are now, doctor. It's out in the open blatant. It's not just private conversations. It's in your face. That's where we are. Yeah, it, it's true. We, we really have traitors living among us, and they sit in the, the judgment seats, if you will, at a very high level of this nation. And um, it's, it's a little bit here and a little bit there. The communist um, a, 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 uh, Gramsci, Antonio Gramsci from Italy, 1920s, he, he believed in slice-at-a-time communism. Take a little bit here, a little bit here. Pretty soon you have the whole loaf or a whole bologna or whatever the heck, however you want to, ana the analogy you want to draw there. But but the fact of the matter is that that uh, this slice at a time stuff has become so completely acceptable to most Americans. I mean, it's, it's great that we hear about these things, but we've got to push back at some point and say, no, th we're not going to allow this. Liberty Roundtable Live, Hour 1 in the can. Dr. Scott Bradley's got to fly. I'll crank up next hour with a lot more news that Edwards refused to use in seconds. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hour 1 in the can, Hour 2 coming up. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live, hard-hitting, two-hour a day, six days a week talk show, live and on demand at your fingertips at lovingliberty.net. Share the love, spread the word, would you please? For Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, and Sam Bushman, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 7th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property. 
to promote God, family, and country, to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. It's the blueprint for liberty. It should be the political religion of our nation, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we've got a lot to cover in the news. Last hour with Dr. Scott Bradley, we covered two main stories. Number one, Donald Trump is pardoning uh, people that have or use marijuana. Now, the problem I have with it is I don't think the government has any authority over marijuana. I don't think the government ought to make it legal or illegal. I don't know why the government has to think it's got to be one way or the other, and the government's always got to be involved. There's no general authority in the Constitution anywhere for government, the federal government, to have any involvement in marijuana usage or not by individuals in the several sovereign states, I might add. There's zero authority. So, you know, when Biden wants to pardon these people, it's a great political move for 2022 because he'll get a lot of people on his side going, yeah, Biden's the pot president, man. But the truth is, there's no authority whatsoever. So Biden pardons these people without authority. Let's be clear on that. Biden then lies as he continues and says, look, we can't, uh, you know, do this broadly uh, and you know, excuse marijuana altogether, make it legal or whatever. That would be something Congress would have to do. Lie again. There's no authority for Congress to legalize marijuana or make marijuana illegal. It's bogus. It's a state issue, folks. Why? Because you look at the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. You look at the three branches of government's responsibilities, right? The judicial, the executive, and the legislative. There's no authority there whatsoever for marijuana usage, right? So the bottom line is Joe lies when he says, oh, Congress would have to do that. No, neither of you, none of you at the general government level have authority. We talked about that. We also talked with Dr. Scott Bradley about the Communist Chinese Party now creating literal police stations in the United States of America. Parallel systems being set up. Uh, You know, when they say defund the police, wow, are we going to defund the Chinese Communist Party police in America too? Uh, this is the pro- this is the problem where we're going with this is beyond comprehension. But literally, they've set up a police. Um, I'm trying to think what they're called because they're called police service stations. Whatever that means, they're trying to make you believe it's like a just a clearinghouse, a, 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 a non-threatening kind of a place. But the Chinese police authority. Division in New York was open on February the 15th. We've got the location of the building and all the details. The Epic Times reached out to all these government agencies saying, what on earth is going on? No comments. No comments. But these methods allow the CCP to literally, tyrannically browbeat either citizens of the, quote, mother country, if you will, or not. Maybe somebody's uh, immigrated to America for whatever reason, um, become exiled in America, ran here for safety or political asylum or whatever. These stations will be used to force um, these people to go back to communist China. And they will use their relatives in the home country or the mother country uh, as weapons of war to ensure that that occurs. And it will circumvent all international and all laws relating to the United States and everything else because it'll just be this police station that'll just do whatever they want, right? And the problem is if we allow this to continue, 
by nature. Um, I don't know what laws these are, but it, it, if you allow something to occur for so long, it just becomes that it is. If you allow somebody to live on, if you had a piece of land that it was a vacant lot and I just set up a tent there and lived there for 20 years, eventually I could go into court and say, no, it's my land. Uh, I've been here for 20 years. And I, you know, and, and so there's a debate about whose land it would be at that point. Hey, you know what? If you didn't want me there, you should have evicted me. But if you allowed me to be there that long, at some point, um, it becomes mine unless there's a rental agreement or some other arrangement that proceeds or circumvents or whatever you want to say takes precedent, right? Okay, well, the same thing is kind of true with a lot of this. If we allow these uh, service stations to exist, quote, police service stations in America, folks, you're going to see a situation where if, you, if you're not very careful, they've been here so long, they have every right to be here. Well, once you establish they have every, quote, right to be here, common law, existence of Chinese Communist Party uh, police stations in America, then the only debate left is how much authority do they have over, one, communist Chinese citizens, but how about citizens that are dual citizens or just American citizens? Or you say there's no such thing as dual citizens. Uh, uh Uh-huh. Don't lie to me now. Okay. Or what about if I have an interaction with a Chinese party person? In America now, who takes precedence? My police station to work this out, or the Chinese police station? Now we've got jurisdictional crises, and uh, if you're not very careful, they'll slowly but surely create a dominance situation where, look, we've been adjudicating our citizens uh, in America for so long with these, you know, police stations that we have every right in this case, Sam. Uh, even though you're a citizen and you had a, a conflict with a Chinese dissident, Chinese. Citizen? No, I don't know. See how the, it gets gray? What, what words are we going to use? Immigrant? Uh, are they here illegally? Well, hey, if they vote, they're citizens, right? Says Barack Hussein Obama as we twist words and manipulate. The, okay, now, mm, we who would deal with this then? The United States police station or coming to Chinese police station? See, um, it'll be a jurisdictional battle. Uh, that's where we're headed with all this stuff because... We have traitors among us, as Dr. Bradley wisely pointed out. And these traitors among us who are supposed to, when they uh, get elected, they agree. They swear in, so to speak. They take an oath, if you will. And that oath is to protect America from enemies, foreign and domestic. And they are derelict in their duty to the least treasonous criminals on the other side of the coin. It's somewhere in between, based on their understanding based on their intentions and their knowledge, how many people really in America, whether they're elected officials or not, realize that the Communist Party has set up police stations in the United States? I don't think most public officials know that at all because nobody's reporting on it except for the Epic Times, uh, Liberty Roundtable Live, World Net Daily. I mean, there's a few people, but not many. Wow. All right, we've got another huge problem that's akin to the story about the Chinese Communist Party police stations in America. It's not identical, but it's akin. And this is being done by whacked out extreme liberals, or whatever you want to call them in America. I would call them communists or socialists, because they hate liberty, they hate freedom, they hate accountability, they hate transparency, they hate, it's the deep state. All right, but here's the headline. Historically aggressive, free speech groups, have been silent now since a recent appeal to the Department of Justice to track and potentially prosecute reporters who expose questionable medical treatments, 
performed on minors. Yeah. So bottom line is historically free speech folks that have spoken out boldly, nobly, independently are now silenced. As a recent appeal to the DOJ to track and potentially prosecute reporters who expose questionable medical treatments regarding minors. Yes, who am I talking about, ladies and gentlemen? It turns out the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, and the Children's Hospital Association, all three sent a letter to the United States Attorney General, Merrick Garland, demanding that he investigate and prosecute journalists and activists, so that means everybody, because see, I'm not a journalist, right? For exposing and often simply reposting publicly available information about controversial and irreversible treatments provided to minors, oftentimes without parental knowledge. Folks, think about what I'm saying to you and the repercussions of this. The DOJ, by the way, is not allowed to target journalists or activists or reporters or talk show hosts or whatever. Listen to me carefully, because the Biden administration's radical transgender agenda and the DOJ, they are not allowed to operate, listen carefully, Listen carefully. The DOJ is not allowed to operate in the United States as a political police force for Joe Biden. Think about that, folks. Ah. Now, who are you more afraid of? The Communist, Chinese, Party, Police, Gestapo, Police Stations? or your own Justice Department where these three huge, very influential medical associations are going after all of us for challenging their gender bender agenda. (sighs) Oversight is coming, they say, and I pray that's true. The left made a strategic mistake in calling for the Justice Department to enforce this and prosecute journalists and other activists who oppose radical gender surgeries for minors is the way it's being put. Hang tight. I got more on your radio. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. 
Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Ladies and gentlemen, the Department of Justice is not allowed to play political police force for Joe. Okay? I'm just telling you right now, this is crazy. And I don't really see a whole lot of Republicans speaking out. I mean, you hear them once in a while say, oh, golly, man, Joe's crazy. This is horrible. Where's the impeachment and the prosecution of these criminal thugs, huh? Folks, I, I'm, I'm starting to lose patience. I get that we need to be peaceful. I support that. But, folks... If they're going to literally set up communist Chinese party police stations in America, and if the Department of Justice is going to prosecute guys like me because I don't believe in literally, listen carefully, mutilating male and female body parts. I don't know how to be, you want to go on a rant and just get crazy, but the, the language just gets salty and not appropriate for families. But how do you talk about this? meaningfully and, and really reach the heart and minds of Americans of how evil and satanic and dishonest and immoral and, and uh, against the law and all the, these things are. Okay? Uh, the Muslims used to mutilate a woman's vagina um, because they would kind of say, hey, um, you know, she might get too turned on. I don't know how to say all this. So we got to do that to make sure she behaves herself kind of a thing. It's body mutilation is against the law. Uh, and we used to be so incensed at the Muslims doing this kind of stuff. I can't remember what the term is for that. I'll have to go look it up. But anyway, and now we're doing this to male and females literally wholesale across America. There's big money in it. And if I speak out and say, look, this body mutilation, these gender bender drugs are dangerous. This happening without parental knowledge and or consent many times has got to stop. It's criminal. Then they say, look, we want the Justice Department to arrest you, Sam, and prosecute you. Right? And so these historically, normally outspoken free speech groups are being silenced because they're afraid. We're talking about the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, and the Children's Hospital Association. All three together sent a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland saying, hey, investigate and persecute, I mean prosecute, 
these journalists and activists for exposing and often simply reposting publicly available information about controversial and irreversible treatments provided to minors, folks. And now we're the ones under the gun, worried about being prosecuted. The attempt by these medical organizations to, quote, weaponize the DOJ against journalists and activists who report on sex change surgery for minors at children's hospitals. This has got to stop, folks. Right? This has got to stop. We've gone so far now that, you know what? I don't know what we need to do to take the gloves off on this thing. But look, you got these organizations going to the Justice Department and the Attorney General saying, hey, prosecute these guys. They don't even have a right to their free speech anymore. You've got literally government school officials calling the FBI and the Justice Department on moms that go down to the school board and say, golly, please don't teach my son that he can be a girl by just, again, this is where you want to get graphic, by just literally castrating him and turning into a girl and reconstructing a fake vagina. Okay, folks, you, we, they have gone too far. And the problem is this attempt by these medical associations to weaponize the DOJ against us has got to stop. The National Coalition Against Censorship. Okay, this is National Coalition Against Censorship. I guess it's called the NCAC is what it's called. Their stated mission is to promote freedom of thought, freedom of inquiry, freedom of expression, and oppose censorship in all its forms. Also criticize Donald Trump for allegedly trying to intimidate the media during his presidency. Now, here's the bottom line. Now they're trying to blame it all on Trump. See? Anyway, none of these organizations will respond to the Daily Caller on this story. Neither the Committee to Protect Journalists, the Freedom Form Institute, Free Press, nor the Reporters Without Borders, Nobody will respond. They're afraid that if they do, the DOJ will come after them. Good old Merrick Garland will come after them. Wow. I I don't know how to respond to this. All these organizations are so afraid now, no one will even oppose this. And you say, Sam, you're opposing it, and you're going to get in trouble. You may be right, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm telling you this, if we all stand up, we can stop it. And if we're silent, they will get their way. And you watch. Once they get that foot in the door, once they get that idea that, hey, you can put these, quote, professional organizations in bed with the Justice Department uh, and they can go after folks like us, there'll be nothing you can say anymore about anything. You will then have free. And who will come after me? Will it be the Justice Department or the Communist Party? I don't know. Journalists who have been targeted by the letter have vowed to continue exposing hospitals who perform sex change surgeries on minors. 
despite threats from the medical establishment. And I commend these journalists, and I am joining them. You can say, Sam, that's very dangerous. I know. I get it. But, folks, are these threats going to make us just back down? I'd rather be dead than surrender to this madness, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Walsh said that, too. He's the one that created the video, What is a Woman, right? And none of these criminals would even define what a woman was? Wow, folks. Look how crazy this is becoming. Look how insane. I don't know what's happened in our nation, but it's a mass psychosis. We have lost our sense of morality, of direction, of integrity, of responsibility, of accountability. We have absolutely just ran off the rails. It's a train wreck that you got to close your eyes for. It's so bad. I mean, it is absolutely psychotic and criminal. And yet, oh, I guess I better not say anything. I sure hope I have enough gas to fill my car so that I can go to work. And I sure hope my paycheck provides enough money to get the gas to go to work and feed my children. Guess I better keep my head down because, by golly, you know, it's not going to do any good to speak out about this. See, that lie is at the core of the problem. That dishonest, satanic, deceptive lie is the reason that it's so bad in America today. When will Americans get off the couch and get incensed enough to do something about it? When will we, the people, say, you know what, Communist Party USA, you've gone too far. We're going to eject you from our country, Communist Party police station. You're not welcome here. This is crazy. We're not doing that. And then when are we going to say, hey, we are not going to be silenced. We are not going to be intimidated and shut down. We would rather die on our feet than live as slaves on our knees. You know what? We're not going to tolerate these three groups that are absolutely discredited. The American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, or Medical Association, and the Children's Hospital Association. These folks have lost their credibility and proven themselves to be hostile criminals. Criminal because they're mutilating minors' bodies. Lost of credibility because they don't even believe in free speech. They don't even believe in the First Amendment. They don't believe that I can have my thoughts and go, I think this is wrong. I think this is unacceptable. I think this is, this is not okay. They don't believe I should even be allowed to tell you that. They want to force the DOJ to become... What, the political police on this? To force me to shut up and go away and be silenced? I'm telling you right now, it ain't going to happen, folks. I'm going to do my very best to tell you the tale of truth all day long, every day, six days a week. On the seventh, I'll pray and worship my God, and I'll turn to him and repent and do the very best that I can to ensure accountability, to stop this nonsense now. Right? Hang tight. I'm Sam Bushman. This is the one and only Liberty 
That's right. It's Liberty Roundtable Live. Hang tight, folks. I got a whole lot more on your radio. to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Two Russians seeking asylum in the United States took a small boat from Russia to Alaska earlier this week. They came ashore Tuesday on St. Lawrence Island and have been detained by DHS in Anchorage, awaiting their asylum claim. President Biden warned Thursday that Russia's invasion of Ukraine invites the highest nuclear prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Kremlin officials have suggested using nuclear weapons in their conflict. The COVID-19 pandemic has led to a mental health crisis among kids and teens. In a recent survey by the CDC, it revealed about 44% of high school students say they felt persistently sad or hopeless. The death toll from Hurricane Ian surpassed 100 on Thursday as Floridians continue to return home. Roughly 140,000 homes remain without power in Florida. A Delaware judge presiding over the lawsuit between Elon Musk and Twitter Incorporated postponed a trial in the matter Thursday. Putting uncertainty into the mix, the ruling granted a request by Mr. Musk effectively ending negotiations for a settlement that would allow the two sides to quickly close a deal. Mr. Musk has until October 28th to do so. We're just about one month away from the midterm elections in America. It's time for a report card from the American people, with Democrats controlling all three branches of government for the past two years. Last night, a debate for Arizona senator took place between incumbent Democrat Mark Kelly, Republican Blake Masters, and longshot Libertarian candidate Mark Victor. Senator Kelly. I know what people are going through, and I know it's hard. That's why I've worked to cut costs. Republican challenger Blake Masters. Joe Biden's policies caused this, and those are policies that Mark Kelly in Washington has supported every single time. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know how to respond to what's going on in the Republic right now. I mean, this is absolutely insane. The Communist Party is setting up police stations in the United States, and the United States Justice Department is being asked 
to prosecute and persecute journalists and Americans who stand against gender bender surgery. Another way to say this, ladies and gentlemen, listen, is female genital um, mutilation. All right, I looked this up because I couldn't remember the term for this. It's called female genital mutilation, FGM. They also have MGM, which is male genital mutilation as well. And that comprises, or these terms comprise, all procedures that involve partial or total removal of the external female or male genitalia or other injury to the female or male genital organs for non-medical reasons. That's what this is. It is absolutely in the past been against the law in America, as it should be. But ladies and gentlemen, you want me to tell you why this is all going on and why it's all acceptable? Because at your government, in your FBI, it is full of absolute retrobates. And you say to me, Sam, wait a minute, my FBI, uh, or my next door neighbor's an FBI agent, he's not a bad guy. I know, there's good people everywhere, but there's bad people everywhere, and it's rotten to the core at the top. You want me to prove it? All right, here's the next headline, then let's just drill in. Get it done. There's no way to sugarcoat it, ladies and gentlemen. Even a spoonful of sugar won't make this go down. You'll want to just puke. I kid you not. You'll want to just Ralph over this. It is so sick. It is so criminal. It is so debased and immoral that it's beyond comprehension. Listen carefully. Here's the headline. Hundreds of FBI employees avoided discipline for sexual misconduct by retiring or resigning amid investigations from 2004 to 2020. That's 16 years. That's according to the Department of Justice now. So you've literally got hundreds, thousands of sex cases. And when you get busted for sexual promiscuity slash, you know, the Me Too movement comes to mind, right? All you do is resign or retire, and wow, you're good. Yeah. Listen carefully to the details of this shocking report. Records obtained by Republican Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley and whistleblower documents revealed that 665 FBI employees, including 44, Five senior executives left their jobs following investigations into alleged sexual misconduct before they could be disciplined, according to Grassley. Higher ranking officials, don't you know, were subjected to less severe penalties than other staff. In other words, The more clout you have at the FBI, the more you can sexually harass and get away with it. Folks, I don't even know how to respond to this. No wonder Bill Clinton, the rapist, is running around free today, right? 
These two documents, they say, show systemic failure within the Justice Department and the FBI to protect female employees from sexual harassment and sexual misconduct in the workplace and a failure to sufficiently punish employees for that same misconduct. Grassley then, of course, wrote a letter. That's what you do when things go bad. You write a letter. That's going to solve it there, Chuck. Not. Grassley wrote a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland and FBI Director Christopher Wray and said, quote, FBI employees should not have to suffer under daily abuse and misconduct by their colleagues and supervisors. Congress has an obligation to perform an objective and independent review of the Justice Department's and the FBI's failures and then determine the accuracy of the data contained in the documents. On one hand, I agree, but on the other hand, I think, are we to the point where you've got to really look into the FBI and determine the value of the documents? Look, these are criminals that are going after your mom, your wife, uh, your dad, your fa- your father, your husband, for literally going down to the school board and saying, listen, I don't want my children to be taught that they can have their genitals mutilated, irreversible surgeries. I, I don't want that being taught to my kid that that's okay. Hey, you're a criminal. You're a terrorist, says the FBI. Well, the FBI now is guilty of discipline for sexual problems, and whenever they want to get away, get away from the law, they just retire or they what walk away, retire or just resign, right? The American people need to know and understand, they say. Well, boy, howdy, do we? What, if any changes have been made to solve these significant problems is the question. And my response is none. Even when they promise to make changes, all you'll do is go the next 20, 30, 40 years and go, oh, my gosh, we have a new scandal. Um, Because, look, remember years ago, we caught CIA members having sex and parties and prostitutes. And, you know, they were having a sex-fueled drug and alcohol party with prostitutes and you know their laptops were right by them and stuff like that creating a national security breach to say the least and everything else the data they say may even undercount the number of misconducted related resignations during this period so they're saying we not we may not even know the whole scope of the problem Why? Because it does not include employees that resigned before investigations began, according to Grassley's office. (laughs) Now listen. Listen to this. Ray's 2020. So we're talking about um, Mr. Ray, right? He gave a 2020 directive to investigate sexual misconduct. Well, that wasn't paid attention to. Okay, so what makes you think then two years later when this comes up again, they're going to do anything? Oh, they're going to say, yeah, we we arranged the chairs on the Titanic there. We're okay now. Uh Uh-huh. 
they say the bottom line is there's been random penalties, random treatments that's resulting in seemingly uh, there's no treatment for this. There's no answer. It's compromising the consistency, the fairness, and due process of the FBI disciplinary system. It's all in question. One document read, quote, the only discernible pattern appears to be that higher grade of employees, especially supervisors, are more likely to have their sexual misconduct cases adjudicated under, listen, what they call offense code 5.22, whatever that means, and therefore subjected to lesser penalties, whereas lower-grade employees are seemingly more likely to be adjudicated under offense code 5.20 and make uh, it to where they uh, have more severe penalties or likely to be completely dismissed over their conduct. And let's say it again, sexual misconduct at the FBI en masse. It may give the appearance, or maybe it's factual, right, that the FBI is not holding its supervisors accountable for unwelcome sexual misconduct. Grassley, of course, did not release the documents in order to protect the whistleblowers. Now, I understand that to some degree. But again, if we have to protect the whistleblowers, then you know that the chickens in the hen house are being guarded by the fox, right? I mean, I appreciate that, but if you got to protect the whistleblowers, you know the organization's so criminal that they'll go after the good guys trying to put a stop to this. The FBI came under fire in December 2020 for allegedly... Um, hiding several instances of misconduct and failing to discipline employees that have sexually harassed others. Nothing was done. Why does the left lie constantly? Because it gets spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Dad, can you make him stop? Honey, he needs to practice. He's been at it an hour. Well, just trying to be patient. Dad, it sounds like a cat calling for help or something. Worse, a basement full of cats. Yeah. You know, hon, it is a little hard on the ears. Not you, too. Well, maybe we can all play a game. Andrew, do you want to play a board game? Uh, how about we watch a video? Hide and seek? 
Oh, I don't know. I give up. Maybe we could all just sneak out of the house. Honey, he's nine years old. We can't leave him home alone. And? We can make him practice with a sock. Well, I guess we'll have to get some ice cream. Did I hear someone say ice cream? Family, isn't it about time? Oh, I see the practice hasn't hurt your ears. Well, I'm a serious musician. Funny that you never seem to get better on that thing. Works every time. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hey, uh, where did all these cats come from? Ladies and gentlemen, the story ends by saying this. The FBI cannot legally stop someone from resigning, I'm sorry, from resigning and or retiring. It is infuriating that we are left with little disciplinary recourse when people leave before their case is adjudicated. An FBI spokeswoman told the Daily Caller News Foundation, so we need to make sure that this information is reported so that somebody can do something. Okay, now, folks, let me get this very clear and straight in my mind and in yours. What they're telling you is, hey, if you commit a sex misconduct act, the more senior you are, the less trouble you're going to be in. What a criminal system we live in. Then they also say, look, if somebody resigns and or retires, you can't really even pursue the sexual abuse. In my response, you can because it's criminal behavior. I don't care if you're an FBI agent or not. Well, this goes back to the dishonest system we have set up where government officials are protected. But I don't believe they should be protected when they create criminal acts. Okay? So just because they resign, that doesn't change the fact they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law for their sexual abuse and or harassment. Just like anybody else. I don't care how high or low they're in an organization like the FBI or Justice Department or the CIA or any government agency, folks. Criminal activity is criminal activity, and prosecutions should be the case. Yes, we should have due process. I still respect that, right? I'm not saying we shouldn't. But what I'm saying is this idea that you can literally sexually harass people for, say, 20 years in the FBI. You're a top-level official, so then you can just resign and walk away. You can just retire and get your, what, do you end up, uh, since the prosecution doesn't continue, uh, do you still get your cash cow forever? Your retirement, uh, whatever they call those things, stipend, what's that called? Your pension, that's the word they use for these things, right? Okay, come on, folks, this is insanity. All right, now listen. I think that we need to just simply shut down and abolish the FBI and the Justice Department entirely. The CIA as well. They have proven to be nothing more than criminal enterprises. When mom going down to the school board saying, look, I don't want Johnny to believe you can just lop off his manhood and turn him into a girl. I don't want you to do that. And mom is the domestic threat terrorist. And the FBI leaders are running around sexually harassing people. And when the heat gets too hot in the kitchen, they just retire and there's no accountability. When uh, they run around the country as communists and socialists and say defund the police, and then the same communists and socialists are setting up the Chinese police in the same country. And our 
American leaders who are elected and promised to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic, simply ignore this? Folks, we've gone to a new level in the republic. I'm telling you that right now. We have gone to a level to where we, uh, you know, before it was a matter of debate and opinion and, hey, let's be polite and let's work through this and let's uh, be civil and talk with one another and everything else. But, folks, when historically aggressive free speech groups such as Sam Bushman, many of them have been silenced because, hey, they're trying to go after us for saying you can't mutilate someone's genitals. Hey, you can't say that. And now we're in the hot seat and people are afraid to even speak up. And you literally have male and female genital mutilation going on at your highest institutions in America, funded by your tax dollars, backed by your communist 10th plank of the communist manifesto government school. And you allow this to go on. And they set up police departments in America under the communist Chinese dictatorship. And then in America, they're running around chanting defund the police. Hundreds of FBI employees literally just retire or resign so that they're not criminally prosecuted for sexual harassment. And no one seems to blink an eye. Hey, did you know the Super Bowl sold out? Have you lost your collective minds, my fellow Americans? You are absolutely cowards. You've got to stand up in the culture war boldly, nobly, and independently, regardless of the consequences. And if you don't, you will lose your freedom, freedom of speech. You know the real ultimate goal is to destroy the freedom of religion, right? They tried to shut you down in COVID and say, yeah, you can go to the bar and enjoy a lap dance, man. Don't you dare go to church. (laughs) My gosh, you might spread COVID. See these criminals and how they behave? And we, the people, have tolerated this. We, the people, by our silence, have given credence, credibility for this. All right, on another topic, Senator Ben Sass is resigning. Yeah, I guess Mr. Sass posted an article from the Tampa Bay Times announcing that he was the, quote, sole finalist for the role of president of the University of Florida. So Senator Ben Sass leaving the Senate. As far as I understand, the guy has like four years left in his term. So I have a problem when these politicians get elected and then they just renege for a better deal. Bye, I'm out of here now. Now what you have is you have some Uh, I don't know what it'll be, but the governor will appoint the next senator. Now they'll have four years to serve, and then they have to run for office as an incumbent. Or they get to run for office as an incumbent. Everybody else then kind of sucking wind because they have the raw deal. That's what's going on and what Ben Sass has literally set up. And it's a debate on if it's for good or selfish reasons. Ben would want you to believe it's for good reasons. I think it's for selfish reasons. Uh, I think Ben's just got a good deal, and he's like, hey, man, I've only got four more years in the Senate, and I'm not likely to get reelected. The Republicans hate me. The Democrats hate me. Um, man, I'm, uh, you know, I voted against Trump. I know it's a Trump environment now. And so, and so he's bailing, going, I can get a better gig, and the governor can put somebody in place. But here's what Ben Sass says about it. 
Me and my wife have been wooed by these colleges for a long time, and we've resisted them. But now we've decided that we just can't pass this up. Why? Well, because Florida's the most, or Florida University is the most unique or I should say the University of Florida. That's how I should say it, right? The University of Florida is the most unique university in the country and has the ability to change the country like nobody's business. Here's the quote. The University of Florida is uniquely positioned to lead this country through an era disruption, Sass wrote. So an era disruption is what we're talking about. The single biggest challenge our nation faces is the radical disruption of work technology it's changing everything about where when why what and how americans work and so it's changing our homes our neighborhoods and our communities as well or two. Okay. Now, so Ben is kind of saying, hey, things are changing so much. I believe that I can make a bigger difference in this university than I can anywhere else. And so I got to leave the Senate and bail to the university and do it. I personally don't agree with Ben. Ben, no offense, but you at the University of Florida cannot change the nation's trajectory on work, on remote work, on technology, on robots replacing humans for work, on all these technological issues. I'm a technical guy for a living. I make my living in IT all day. When I'm not making my living in IT all day, I'm working on radio and TV and syndication and uh, et cetera, right? Okay. The studios we run, I built some of the software for them. Okay. Me and my buddies built our own networks. We don't rely on network experts or IT people. It's us. And we pray if we build it, they will come, right? But what I'm telling you is, Ben, you can't have that much influence, my friend, there. You could have much more of an influence in the Senate and or in the private sector than working for a university. You're going from one government-funded job to the next. So I don't mean to be rude to Ben Sass, but I really think when you bail or abandon your post that you asked the people to support you in, and they and then you just bail on it for different opportunities, um, I have a problem with it. And I got a problem with Ben doing this. I really do. It's just like, what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? There is a headline called Dawn of the, of the Cyborgs. How humans will turn themselves into gods. Human cyborgs are just the beginning, they claim. Now, folks, I don't agree with any of this. I am, I guess, a racist because I don't want the cyborg race uh, being a sub, I don't know what you want to call it, a sub part of the human race. I don't want humans slash computers as a subspecies of God's ordained human race. I don't want a dumbed down citizenry, and I don't want a cyborg God type citizenry either. In other words, man playing God. Uh, ben, you know what? You have captured something important that technological issues matter, and they're important. But when they say dawn of the cyborgs, how humans will turn themselves into gods, it's absolute propaganda. It's absolute psychotic viewpoints 
that makes you believe we could become gods or anything of the sort. It is blasphemous, in my opinion. It is psychotic, folks. They say cyborgs are just the beginning. Or human cyborgs are just the beginning. I guess I'm a racist. I don't want to have human cyborgs. Right? That's not part of the human race. And I don't want dumbed-down people using vaccinations or other tools, quantum tattoos or whatever you want to call them. Okay? I don't want those in our society at all. Technology is neither good nor evil. It's whose hands the technology is in. that tells the tale and folks when you read about the fbi the cia the justice department the police departments the chinese police departments the federal government joe biden merrick garland all these people i don't have any trust in any of them do you so folks you got to be aware of these quantum tattoos that record uh, your patient vaccine history under your skin. you got to look out for the dawn of the cyborgs. Now, you can say, Sam, this is laughable. Come on. You act like there's going to be, um, um, oh, what do they call those? You know, Halloween's coming up, I guess, right? Um, but you've got these, um, oh, what's the word for them? Zombies running around. It's a zombie apocalypse, whatever idea. The Whatever you want to call it, folks, this is the direction that these crazy folks like Bill Gates and others, Elon Musk and others, really believe in. To you and I, it's laughable because we're like, come on, are you kidding me? No, these people are serious and really believe in this psychotic stuff. It is insane. But I think Ben Sass is right. You better take it seriously. He's right on that point. I'm Sam Bushman. Two hours in the can. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips always. Live, two hours a day, six days a week. The other 22 hours, I'm gathering news just for you. And you can check it out live and on demand. The archive notes as well as the true audio at lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, share the love. God save the Republic of the United States of America.